Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you going? Really well. How are you? Good. Hey, um, you've been out and about doing some stuff. I've seen you've done oh some... Oh my gosh, I have. <laughs> you've been doing some Instagram stories. <laughs> I have. I tried my luck at some Instagram stories the other day and doing a bit of live talking because I was doing a, um, an engagement shoot and I really wanted to share it. Yeah, and look, I know yeah. you, you just... Um, I was lucky enough just to see some of the photos that you're talking. Yeah. Um, beautiful couple. and Thank just, you. They just, were. They were yeah. lovely. They were such some, sweethearts. And some great... Shots there, and they're very natural shots as Thank well. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's really lovely feedback. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So people can probably – have you shared that on your social media? Not yet. Um, that's going to be coming very soon. So you, that's something to look out for. Probably yeah. by the time this podcast is out. Might have been a gone, yeah. You might have to just dig back through Terry's feed to, to have a look. Yeah, they'll probably – hopefully, if I've pulled my finger out and done what I was supposed to do, there'll be a blog, blog post. Yep. <laughs> there'll be several Instagram posts. There'll be Instagram stories. Yes. All sorts of stuff. Yeah. Excellent. Very Excellent. exciting. Very exciting. That's good. So obviously when you go out and do those shoots, you, mm. you obviously take a bit of gear out. Yeah, so. I do, I do. And um, this particular time I, I thought it would be great to share what was in my bag. So I yeah. did a bit of a what's in my bag post. Yeah, it yeah, was great. So, so I thought this episode we would ask each other what's in our, yeah. in our camera bag. I want to know what's in your camera bag. Well, there's lots of different things in my <laughs> camera bag. So who's going to go first? I think you should go first. Yeah. Okay, all yeah. Right. So my camera bag can be various things in there that, that I, I will carry. But if, if I look yeah. at what's what's predominantly in there. Do you have two different types of bags that you would pack? Yes, so there's, yeah, I let, do. Let's I do. go through that. All right, so if I'm if I'm packing a bag and I'm not sure what I'm going to encounter. Uh-huh. So you're going, so hypothetically it's a Saturday, you're going out for a bit of a street wander. Bit of a street wander. Yeah. Maybe I know there's some live music happening. So oh, hello, my favourite. <laughs> try and catch some of that. So typically, typically what I'll pack is I will pack two bodies. Yep. So predominantly I shoot with um, full frame cameras, okay. right? So I've got two Canon full frames that I shoot regularly with. Yeah. I do own a bunch of other um, bodies as well. And they're digital SLRs? All digital SLRs. Yeah. So I've got, I've got a compact Canon G1X Mark II, which is yeah. a compact Canon camera. Right. Sometimes I'll take that as yep. a second body because it's really – Indiscreet, great for street photography, incredible little camera. You yeah, know, cool. It shoots, shoots raw, like it's fantastic. Wow, so, yeah. And I, I've got a few um, crop bodies that I still use yeah. for different things. Sometimes they're fun, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. I kind of use different bodies for different things I shoot. But so you were saying, okay, you're going out on a Saturday mm-hmm. to do some street shooting. So mm-hmm. I might have those two bodies in there. Mm-hmm. Typically, I'll have in the bag a 50mm prime. Yes. Okay. Just a 1.8. Yes. The Nifty 50 is quite often referred <laughs> Love to. Love the Nifty 50. Nifty 50. I'll have a, normally have a 24 to 105, like F4 lens. And if I'm good, if I know there's going to be music, I'll typically have the 70 to 200 2.8 in there as well. So they're typically the camera stuff that I'll have in there. Yeah. But I'll have some other bits and pieces. So quite often, I'll take a... I'll have my iPad Pro in there as well. Yeah. Because quite often I edit on the fly. Yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah, yeah. so sometimes I'll I'll shop, I'll stop, have a coffee, I'll download some images off the camera bodies. Yep. 
on the iPad and I'll, and I'll edit something up and I'll post it. Uh-huh. That's pretty much. And so I, I, the way I normally do it is I carry a um, transfer cable which goes from the camera to Apple Lightning. Yes. So I can just connect straight. Even though there's an app, my cameras have like, you know, there's Wi-Fi. Yeah, I think it's quicker to do it by cord, isn't it, or find, by card. I find it quicker to just plug yeah. in the card and do that. Same, yep. So I'll have that, but um, so quite often so I'll have some stuff that I can edit on the fly because of mm-hmm. that style of street photography. Mm-hmm. I also have some other things in there. So some of the things I always keep in my bag is some Ziploc bags, a number of the yeah big ones with the little really good Ziploc thing yeah. on them. Sometimes you'll get caught out. I mean, even though my bodies are weatherproof, yeah. But if you were got into a situation where there was a really torrential downpour, yeah, not all you know, camera bags aren't particularly super waterproof. Yeah, that's true. They're not. I can just pop the bodies and lenses in the Ziploc bags and yeah. zip them up inside your camera bag. That's it, a really good idea. I've never cheap, thought to do cheapest that. Cheapest chips. Yeah. Cheapest chips insurance. Yeah. The other thing I always keep in there. I mean, other than a lens cloth. Yeah. I normally have one or two microfiber. I do too now, yeah. That's yeah, so a really good gets, tip. If you're out and the camera gets a bit of spray on it, water or something. It comes off. The microfiber is fantastic. Yeah, if you your lens just, is dirty. Lens is dirty. Um, clean the clean the camera, whatever type of stuff. I so. even use it to clean windows and mirrors on on shoots. Yeah, yeah, if it's dirty exactly. and I want to use it, it's yeah, perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. So I kind of have those things in there. I'll have usually have some spare batteries. Yep. So I always have... More batteries than I think I need. Yeah. Right? Nothing worse than because sometimes I'll stop and I shoot a bit of video mm-hmm. and video can really chew your battery. So you might have went to see some live music and you think, oh, I'm going to do some video of this and then all of a sudden, you know, you're really eating into your battery life That and then you want to go off and keep shooting for a few more hours. You don't want to be caught short. Yeah. So all these heaps of batteries. Yep. A couple of little tips I'll, I'll share about that is that all my batteries and all my equipment to that matter is all labelled. So I put yeah. labels on my batteries my with my email address and my mobile number. And what do you use to put the labels on? Because some of the equipment's actually quite small. It is. So what I what I this is a little technique that I've done is I'll I'll just simply go on the computer in Word. Yep. And I'll just print out on a Word document whatever I want to say. So my email address, my number. Yeah. I will size that with the font size to suit whatever I'm doing. Yep. I'll then print it and then I'll just cut out that little piece. And stick it. And then I'll use clear packing tape. Ah, oh, right, so okay. So put it over it. And then basically, because some things like batteries and stuff, you can't, they're very tight tolerance fitting they in are. the body. I was just about to say, how do you get around that with like well, batteries and cards? Um, you can do it on cards. Can you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, long, long as you keep it one side and you keep it within the boundaries. Yep. So some, I've done that with the, the cards as well. Because mm-hmm. the compact flash cards, you've got a bit room you got a bit of yeah. room to work within. Yeah. And if you look at compact flash cards, there's a slight recess where the face is. So I'd normally just cut it to fit into that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, actually. There is. Yeah. yeah. So cool. you just so you just do that. So that's a couple of things. And so one of the other things that I might have in my camera bag is is a lightweight tripod. Yeah, right. Because sometimes you'll um, just need it. Yeah, you do actually. Yeah. It's a really handy thing to have. And if I don't have the tripod, I'll have a monopod. Yeah, I've got a monopod that I bought just to test out and I've never used it. I yeah. should probably play with it and see how it goes. A uh, little tip for monopod, if you're shooting like live music video, mm-hmm. monopod's fantastic. Yeah. It doesn't take up – like, like it's not as intrusive as a tripod. No. Tripods are intrusive because when you open the legs up, if you're in a crowded spot – Yeah, it takes more than your body width. That more, you're, more than your body width and people yeah. are kind of bumping into your tripod. So if you're trying to use that to steady the camera – 
So I just tend to use a monopod. And so basically it's it's not taking any more space in your personal space. It's, mm. It fits within your personal space, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You put your camera on it and what, what you're doing is you're not having to hold the weight of the camera because yeah, videoing, you're holding the camera for extended periods. Where when you're taking still shots, you take the shot, you compose it, you take the shot, you can drop the camera down onto your, onto your strap or whatever um, you're using. Mm. Then you basically, you know, pick the camera up and shoot again. But when you're doing video, you actually the camera has to be has to be up there all the time while you're mm-hmm. videoing. Mm-hmm. So I find the monopod really handy. Mm-hmm. Really handy. So so some of the some of the other things I'll have in there, I'll have some weird stuff in there. I'll have some cable ties. Yeah. Great to improvise sometimes. Um getting your MacGyver on. <laughs> get the MacGyver on. Sometimes you you know you you yeah, you take your monopod and you want to clamp it to a fence. Yes. Right. So yes. I, so I have some cable ties to do that because you might get someone go, oh, I'll do some night photography. Yes. Oh, damn, I've, I've got the monopod. Cable ties are good to have everywhere for well, everything. They well, they're handy. Yeah. So, so they're types of things. The other thing I keep in there is a Sharpie. Yes. Like the Sharpies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always handy. I don't know what it is. Sometimes you need to write on something or do something. Yeah. But I don't know, Sharpies are just. Yeah, I've got a Sharpie in my bag as well, actually, I think. Yeah, so it's kind of, yeah. I know it's kind of a bit of an odd thing, but yeah. it's in there as well. So yeah. So that's some of my stuff, but we'll come yeah. back. What I'm, in, I'm interested in now, what would be, you know, you predominantly shoot weddings. I do, yes. So you're heading out to shoot a wedding. Yes. What, what? I have everything. <laughs> the kitchen sink. Okay. Terry's got the kitchen My sink. My goodness. I, I have learnt the hard way that you need to overpack. Yes. Um, so I pack enough batteries to last me basically two shoots. Yes, yep. So that's also flash batteries as well as... Uh, camera batteries. I carry two speed lights. Yes. Um, and use them both. Yes. I carry a seventy to two hundred. Do you take stands for your speed lights? No. You just improvise. No, I don't. But I do have stands. I did have stands in the back of my car. I've never really used them because I I don't use flash a terrible amount. Yep. I kind of I I really do yep. try to keep things as natural. One, as one possible. of the good things if you're shooting with speed lights is that you can always grab. A stand a person standing by. I know, and you get them to hold it. <laughs> that could be your, which used to be my go-to. Your go-to flash yeah, stand. Yeah, I'd br- I'd hire someone for the day to hire myself my stand because I used to be very flash heavy with my my work. Yeah, not so much now. What else have I got? So my lenses are my seventy to 200, 2. Yep. 2.8. Uh, I have a thirty-five mil one point four prime. Yeah, yes. Art yep. Series Sigma. Yep. Beautiful lens. Yes. A 14 to 24 lens as well, which I take to weddings. Yeah, okay. That's, that's an interesting yeah. lens. That's, that's, that, that's the type of lens that when we talk about my Astro kit, I yeah. have something like that in there for Astro. Yeah, I find it's really good for like if you've got a huge bridal, like a huge amount of people attending the ceremony and yes. you get that group shot afterwards. I know the lens is only in there for one shot, but it's, it has a purpose. It has a purpose, yeah. And you can also, depending on the location, you can get some beautiful landscapes with a couple in there. Yeah. I also carry a 50mm lens from time to time with a set of close-up filters. Yep. So I can use that similar to a macro lens. Yep. I carry a light meter yep. that I don't really use, but it's there just in case. Yeah, makes you look important. It makes does. It, makes it look really professional. Absolutely yes. When does. the light meter comes yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't used it for years, <laughs> but it's still there. What have I also got? I've also got um, got a couple of flash diffusers, just the crappy plastic ones, just and also little, some huge flash bounce cards. They, okay. I do use yep. those. And also I've got a reflector. Yep. I take a little step ladder because I'm super short. Yep. 
Yeah. And these are good practical things. Yeah. I also carry my camera manuals always in there. Yep. Um, just in case I can't get onto Google and I've got to ask a question on something I've forgotten how to do. Yep. Notepad, chewing gum, music bars, yep. always in the bag. Little wooden blocks. Yep. I know this sounds weird, but little tiny wooden blocks like you used to use in primary school for math. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I use those um, to, if I'm doing a flat lay and I want things at different heights. Yes. So I use that. Um, so just use them to prop things up. Yeah, and I just don't think what else I've got. So what bodies would be in there? Oh, thank you. I've got three <laughs> bodies in there. So I'm using some very old equipment, but I love it. I yes. just can't part with it. So uh, Nikon D700s, I've got two of those in there. Yep. And I have a Nikon D750. Yes. Pending another upgrade as well for all of that equipment. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so that would be my standard wedding pack. And I take three cameras just in case. I've been caught out at a wedding Thankfully, I did have three cameras at the time where yes. one of my bodies got quite wet yep. and it stopped working. It does happen. Um, so I had to rely on my backup equipment. So thankfully, that was the time that it was and that, really and that's why And that's why, you know, people, photographers carry multiple bodies. Mm, mm-hmm. It's I mean, I, I, I do it for the reasons that if I'm shooting, I'll have like um, a different lens on each body and yes. I'll be shooting – between the two bodies, but yes. so I'm not changing lenses. And I do that as well when I'm doing weddings. I've got yeah, two bodies going. Because it, it's easy because you, every time you change the lens, you you have the… You're wasting time that you need. Well, you're wasting time, but you also have the opportunity to introduce something into the camera that you don't oh. want. You know, if you're, yeah. if you're doing it on the fly and you, comes, you know, you're trying to do it quickly, yep. it's very hard to shoot with one body and go from a wide angle to a medium telephoto and back and forwards mm. and that type of stuff. Mm. That's why it's just easy to have… The body set up with, and the other thing is, oh, I don't know about you, but I, if I've got the seventy to two hundred, I'll be shooting at, at a higher shutter speed. Yes, because obviously, being the telephoto at two hundred, yeah, your chances of motion, motion blur. blur is increased. Yeah, and for anyone kind of one kind of the simple, the simple the ratio, the simple rule. ratio is take whatever the focal length is and, and, and that really should be the absolute minimum. Yeah, so minimum. it's 200, isn't it, for the, 50, the 70 to 200, isn't it? Yeah, so to, so to be around I'm about... I'm really cheeky. I go really, really slow. Well, you can if, you, if you're... If, look, if you if you know how to shoot um, handheld slow speed and the bodies have got and, and lenses have stabilisation, so they, yeah. do, they do give you a margin of error. Wouldn't rely on it though if you're just no. starting out? Definitely so, not. Definitely, st- definitely try and shoot. So... You know, if you're if you're shooting with a fifty mil prime, you know, most people will shoot at one sixtieth of a second yeah. to kind of eliminate um possible camera blur. Because that little bit when you press the shutter, the camera will move that slight little That's bit. That's right. And if, if you're shooting, say, at one fifteenth of a second with a fifty mil lens, mm-hmm. real um, potential of having blur in the mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, that really sucks when you get back a set of images and you're really counting on one you've got this idea for one of your images to just be amazing and then comes along and it's blurry because yes. you've shot it too slow yes and yeah. so that's something so so you've got the two or the three bodies and a selection of lenses yeah a great selection of lenses. great selection of lenses <laughs> two speed lights little bits and pieces like batteries so multiple you, cards so is there a tripod in your wedding kit tripod in my wedding kit yep. yes definitely also a camera holster to yep. carry my cameras. Yep, and that's really important. I mean, I I use um, slingshot um, yeah. straps. I don't use the normal, the camera, the straps that the cameras come with. I never use them. No, I pull those right off. Yeah, yeah. And then I've actually started using removable um, handbag straps okay. for my camera if I go out during the day. Yes. 
because um, yeah, I did have an instance on the Saturday where I wanted to be less noticeable, so yes. I stripped back all of my gear and yep. just took the one camera out, which made a big difference. So yeah, that's my wedding kit. So if I was going to go do any wedding or event job, yep, I pretty much just keep that all the time because I. Sadly, once again, you only, you learn by mistakes. Yep. I've been to jobs where I haven't taken enough equipment and I've been stuck. So, and it's interesting because you, you just had this conversation with me just earlier about you, you went to a, a bar and it was a live music gig and, mm. you took, and you took your camera. Yeah. So, so, so what would be in your camera bag when you're going out, Terry, the social photographer, mm. you're going out, it's not a paid gig. This yep. is, if you, what, what's in your camera bag then? One camera. That's yep. it. That's it. Because I make it. I'm really, really focused on making it more of a social event for myself yep. than a job. Yeah. So I think it's really important to have that difference. So I, I strip everything right back. I bring it back to the bare bones and just have a 35 mil on my um, Nikon 750 or 700. Yep. Keep it really simple. Yep. And, and, it's, and, and uh, it's interesting because we were talking about before we started the podcast about that and you just said, and I said, oh, you know, did you take like a telephoto, and you said, no, I wanted to just blend in. Mm. I didn't want to look like a photographer. Yeah, yeah, because once you start looking like a photographer, you, you create a distraction for yep. people I found, like especially in – it was quite an intimate little bar, and even yep. with the camera that I had, people were paying more attention to myself than the singer at some points because yep. it was quite quiet and intimate. Yep. So, yeah, I'm very mindful of that. I think, yeah, it's, it, I just hate distractions. If I go somewhere and I can, I, something's distracting me and I'm, I should be focusing on what's going on, Yes, I get quite frustrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's true. I mean, that, and that's the thing. So, so that's interesting. So your, your professional kit, um, there's quite a lot of gear in there. Mm, mm-hmm. And let's say your social kit, obviously yeah. you pair it right back. Yeah. Because you don't have the, I suppose, the pressure of if the camera did fail and you're on a social gig for yourself, you just go to the bar and get another beer. That's it. It's like. <laughs> and the, my my kit, if I'm just going in and I'm shooting just a bit of, I'm doing a street walk around. So there's nothing I'm, There's yeah. nothing in particular that I'm I'm going to shoot. Yep. I'll take one body. Yeah, so similar to myself. Yep. I'll, I won't typically use a prime. I'll typically still go 24 to 105. Yeah, nice. So it just gives me a good range. Yeah, yep. And pretty much, the I changed my camera bag yep. to a backpack. Uh-huh. So I just put them in a backpack. I still have a few batteries in there. Yeah. Still have some Ziploc bags and the microfiber cloth and bits and pieces like that. And quite often, I'll still have my iPad in there as well and, the, and my transfer cables and stuff. So yeah. I'll pack a little bit different. Yeah, um, but still kind of a basic kit though, isn't basic it? Basic kit, just like yeah. one camera. I'm not shooting anything that I, if the camera was to fail or something was to happen... It's not the end of the world. Yeah. I just whip out the iPhone. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, you what, know? the iPhone used to be my street stuff, but then I stopped I stopped using that as a tool because I could see so many other people doing it and yep. I could see how much of I don't know, it just changed it something changed and I just I couldn't. I do think it. I think you look, once you've shot with DSLR equipment, camera phones are great and I love it and I do you know I They're convenient. Convenient. I did a went into the city on Saturday. I took my, my iPhone. That's all I yeah. took. Yep. I didn't take my DSLR. I just took my iPhone. We went for a bit of walk, did looked at things, took a few photos basically, and that was perfect for the for the job. But if there was something unique happened, I probably wouldn't have been able to capture it the way yeah. I wanted to capture it. That's right, yeah. But, so, yeah, so I will kind of change it. So, yeah. So is there any other type of 
scenario kits that you put together to shoot something else? Yeah, absolutely. So if I'm shooting a real estate job, yep. that's a completely different kit again. So it's a very simple kit. It's yep. a, the 14 to 24 on my 750 yep. and um, a speed light and some batteries, some yep. backup uh, speed light batteries and yep. camera batteries. Yeah, so really simple and also tripod. Yes, yep. And that's it. So yep. that's that's another scenario. And so, and if I was doing a studio shoot, gosh, I do do a lot of shooting now. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> studio shoot is a full wedding kit plus yep. plus a set of studio strobes. Yes, and yep. backdrops and the likes as well. So it's yeah, there's quite a bit involved. In it, well, it actually. is. That's right. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of gear when you start talking lighting, yeah. and backdrops, and stuff like that. So you do have to carry a lot of a lot of stuff around with you. And it's quite tiring. It's yeah. quite tiring. And I mean, if I was to go and say, if I'm going to go and shoot, say, a um, do an astro shoot, uh-huh. again, my kit's very different. Yeah. Different tripod. Yep. I won't use my little street tripod. You'll use it quite I'll a use my heavy tri- duty. one I use in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I need something really, it's big and bulky, but yep. solid as, yep. doesn't move. I'll use that, I'll take that tripod uh-huh. where I wouldn't normally take it out normally because yeah. it's not not needed i'll have a typically a 14 mil prime 2.8 yeah, prime nice so and, and that's then, what you're using for your astro yeah, astro yeah and yeah. then and then using a full frame body yeah nice and i'll typically that's that's pretty much it i yeah. don't there's no point taking out other lenses no so i mean whatever whatever lens are there stuff that you leave behind uh, occasionally I leave the 50 mil and the macros behind. If I'm second shooting, I won't. Oh, do I take? No, I do take that still because there's there's times where I, I'll need to use it. Yeah, it, I would only take the little lenses out if I was doing a job where I thought, oh, I don't really need the 50 mil. So that's one that would stay at home. Yep. If any of them, yeah. And I think the sometimes I shoot sport. Oh yes. Totally different kit again. Yeah. What would you have in your kit for sport? Um, I'll have a hundred to four hundred. Yes. Dollar photo. Yeah. The monopod. Yeah. Absolutely, because you just don't want to hold yeah. the, hold that thing uh. um, on a on a full frame body. Yeah. So I'll typically have that on that'll be on one body, and that'll be to do the shoot. And then I'll then I'll typically have something like the the twenty four to one hundred five on the other body to do some general shots, like the you know what's happening in in the stands or yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah. And then for the action. Yeah, you, know, you and pretty much quite often you are at four hundred mil, mil most of the time. Yeah, you know, depending on where you are, unless the action comes up really close to where you're standing, and then you can yeah yeah, and then you can um, and then sometimes I can quickly flick up the, <laughs> the twenty four to one hundred five if something's coming in coming in hot and close. <laughs> and sometimes you wouldn't know because it's like that objects in the rear view mirror a bit closer well, you, you, kind of scenario. Yeah, but you kind of kind of shoot with one eye on the game and mm-hmm. one eye on the, on through the camera. Which is a technique in itself. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. And my shooting style changes there as well, which I, yeah. and, I mean, then I will shoot um, back, back button focus. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't always shoot that way, but I will use it in that fast-moving environment. Yeah, right. So, I mean, that changes, like I said, it changes. The kit changes to suit what I'm shooting. Mm-hmm. And so it can be various different things. But some of the stuff that I leave behind is, I've got a macro, 100mm macro, 2.8 yeah. lens. Yeah. I very rarely take it out on shoots. It's typically used in the studio. Because it is. It's like that. It's. I wouldn't call it a trick lens, but it's got its purpose, doesn't it? And it's yeah. not in street photography, yeah. is it? Not really. It, 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 it is a nice – it's actually not bad for portraits. 
It'd be beautiful. I don't mind it as a portrait lens. Oh, it'd be gorgeous. It's kind of at that focal length, which is kind of nice. Yeah, it's almost like an. You can use it like an eighty-five. Can't yeah, you? kind of. That's right. It's close enough to be an eighty-five. Like an eighty-five. You know, one point yeah. four or one point two lens is incredible portrait yeah. lens. But beautiful portrait lens. So typically, I won't take out the. You know, the hundred. It'll it'll sit on the shelf. I've got a couple of other zooms there, which I typically use. I've got a. I've got a Tamron 18 to 270, which I bought for travel, which I put on a crop frame. Yeah, so, right. So sometimes in my travel kit, I'll have that on a crop frame. Yeah. Because incredible range from 18 to 270. Ends up being, what does it end up being on a crop frame? Is it the same? No, it ends up, ends up I think, at the long end, maybe 360 something. It goes 24 to. Yeah, yeah, it jumps up to about 24 at the bottom end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, this but, is where my tacky kind of becomes very grey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, for what we're talking about is the difference between a full-frame camera and a crop-frame camera is a crop-frame has a smaller sensor. Mm-hmm. Typically, you know, Nikon uses a different ratio to Canon, but, you know, Canon uses like a 1.6 crop factor. Yeah. So when you put a telephoto lens on it, you actually multiply it by 1.6 and that gives you actual... Yeah. Equivalent photo fo- focal length as if it was on a full frame. Yes. So a lot of sports shooters will actually shoot with a crop frame because they might put a 400 mil lens on it and effectively gives you about 560 right. mil lens. Okay, okay. So it makes your lens longer. Um, a lot of um, wildlife photographers. That's crazy, isn't it? Not so good at the bottom end if you're trying to shoot wide. sunsets and yeah. wide because you lose out. Yeah. So you'll see sometimes on. In Canon, one of the popular ones to use on a crop frame is the – they do a 10 to 22. Yes. So that kind of – I don't know what that equates yeah. to. Maybe that equates to 14, 15 or something on a, on a full frame. I think it does because I think that was the equivalent when I was getting my 14 to 24. Yeah. Because we looked at quite a few lenses on different things. Yeah. So the other things which I'll typically leave behind unless I'm – my studio, like my lights, my speed, I've got three speed lights and, yeah. a, and I've got the wireless controller. Yeah. I typically don't very often take, I'll, I will sometimes take a speed light out to use as fill flash. Yeah. Right. I definitely use them more in an, in a studio situation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did a, I did a 21st at a hotel uh, probably, you know, end of last year and I took a number of speed lights with me and I tended to only be using I only end up using one one light. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, and again, it was more because it was pretty crowded. I mean, I did have, I didn't take the stands with me, but I had stands I could have grabbed out of the car yeah. just in case. But I end up, yeah, I just end up um, shooting and using bounce. I was yeah, just yeah, that's to, my technique too. Yeah, I just found some, found some white wall, white walls and. <laughs> Use the, use the old forty five bounce off the wall. Sucks and, when the roof is black and you can't do the bounce. Yeah, yeah. Or, or use yeah, that's right. Or the, there's something crazy there that's yeah. going to reflect off. So, and that's why I've got such a large um, flash bounce card for the back yes. of my flash. So, well, that, well, that's the that's the other thing that that I'll occasionally take out. I'll take out a uh, reflector. Yeah. So I've got one of those reflectors where it's you know it's silver, silver, white. gold, white. <laughs> See-through, translucent. Yeah, all that stuff. So you can use it as a scrim. You can yeah. use it, you know, you can use it a few different ways. So and it folds up quite compact. Yes. So occasionally, if I'm doing a kind of a, um, maybe if there's people involved in shooting in a park or something, 
that's when the reflector's great just to use it as a yeah, bit of fill, fill it is light. quite nice isn't it i don't often use it but when i do i kind of remind myself that i should use it more yeah some, well, usually you do need someone to help you because usually where you've got a position you can't be manning the camera really hard <laughs> and holding the reflector and pointing it correctly yeah so quite often if you are using a reflector second person is usually required so sometimes you know you might find the reflector in there as well yeah um, I don't know what else. I mean, like I said, I've got lots of well, bits and bobs. I mean, I've got um, wireless triggers, and I'll take I'll take wireless triggers out if I'm shooting fireworks. Yeah, right. And I suppose the technique I use if I'm shooting fireworks is cameras on the tripod. And again, I will take not my little travel photog um, tripod. Yeah. I'll take one of my bigger Vanguard yeah. studio ones. You're because, sitting down having a glass of wine and you can just press the trigger when the yeah, fireworks go off. Yeah, well, yeah, see, because, because you just don't want to touch the camera because you're shooting. I typically shoot fireworks. There's a couple of different ways I shoot it. Sometimes I shoot in bulb mode. Yep. And for people who may be not sure what bulb mode is, while you've got your finger on the button, the shutter is open and I will just count. Yeah. So I'll, I'll typically set the camera, say ISO 200, F11. That's my kind of starting point. Mm -hmm. And then I'll just go, I'll count one, two, three, look at that and decide then, okay, now I need to be a little bit more. And depending on the intensity of the fireworks, you do actually get quite good at reading the fireworks. Yeah, you do, don't you? How bright they are. So you can basically know this is only going to be a very short exposure. Mm -hmm. Typically, if you're shooting, say, with a fixed time value, mm -hmm. where you might be shooting, say, three seconds, not all your exposures might need three. Some might need more, some yeah. might need less. So that technique of using the trigger in bulb mode mm -hmm. gives you the control. So you're controlling yeah. it. So you've got a pretty good kit. Yeah, there's a bit of gear built up over a number of years. <laughs> uh, it's like a lot of I think that, and that's the thing. Like people, when people do see you with the different equipment, it has been built up over time. Yeah, it's that's not, right. It's not just snapped your fingers and it just all appeared. Yeah, yeah. And when I started out, I mean, I was shooting with just a single body. Yeah, I started out with really basic, and really basic, basic lenses. lenses. Yeah, not it like just I hate to say it, but crappy kit lenses. That's yeah, how yeah. I started. And look, when I, no, fine. When, when I first went digital, all my lenses on my first digital cameras, DSLRs, were all kit lenses. Um, but you know, you soon kind of learn. Oh, I remember getting my first piece of glass, <laughs> as you call it, your piece of glass. Piece of glass. Piece of glass. I think it was my 50 mil. Oh, my God, my mind was blown. Yes. Just like, wow. When you see the clarity and, and, and just the effects you can do with the bokeh and stuff like yeah. that, you're just blown away. Yeah. And... I just remember thinking, what have I been doing? <laughs> well, look, I mean, you know, kit lenses have their place. They do. You know, they're really good to learn on. If, mm -hmm. you can, if you can learn to take good photos with kit lenses. Oh, my gosh, you're fine when you go to Prime. When, once you start getting into better glass, yeah. you actually really, you know, yeah. in photography improves. That's right. So, Terry, I think it's been really interesting to learn a little bit about what's in your bag. Yeah, now I know where to go to borrow gear. <laughs> exactly, except I don't know that my my... Cannons. Lenses will fit on your <laughs> neck, Remind me to tell you about the time someone tried to put my lens yes, on their Canon camera. I, I remember that. I remember you told that. Oh. And one of, the, one of the interesting things we, we've never gone we've never gone in the, down the podcast of this particular thing, but just for the, for the sake of this podcast, if we can, <laughs> you know, which is better, Canon or Nikon? Nikon. Nikon. Canon. Nikon. And but then fun. we might be adding Sony in the mix later. <laughs> it could be Sony could be coming in. <laughs> third wheel <laughs> um but it's interesting and maybe that's why we get on so well 
It's like the yin and the yang. Yeah, we don't have to borrow. We're not borrowing gear of each other because you would probably never get it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tara, thank you. It's been really interesting learning about what's in your kit. Yeah, and likewise. Hopefully, and hopefully people will pick up something from that. And like I said, it's kind of your kit will change suit yeah. depending on what your shooting style. Yeah, if anyone's got any specific questions about why we're using particular things, yep. jump a comment below because we're always keeping an eye on things and we'd love to answer. Exactly. Terry, yeah. until next time. We'll see ya. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.